Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on the old Twitter there at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Be a premium member. Get everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. I built a hockey lineup on Wednesday night just by going oh, through. I was bored. There's no sports. There's no you sports. You degenerate. So I got yeah. Five games opening eyes on TNT. Had to do it. That other voice you hear first. I'm on Twitter at BD. That other voice t- tell me I'm a degenerate. And you should really look into Actually, don't look into his closet. You <laughs> might regret that. He's on Twitter at yeah. Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman. How we doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm re- I mean, only 10 games, though. So, uh, you know, got to scratch little, the itch, a <laughs> little less to pick through. That's right. So, I mean, you're just going to be happy on Tuesday when the NBA comes back. So, you know, Ooh. get your NBA DFS in for sure. Yeah, watch so. me full tilt. If you guys want to watch some stuff, check out the Line Star YouTube channel because we'll probably be recording during some games. <laughs> and, man, if you like tilting, watch an NBA game and a guy gets does not play coach's decision. That's uh, so much fun. DNPCD, it's the worst injury. I hate it. Oh, my God. It makes you want to just literally drive to whatever stadium they're in, no matter how far away it is, and slap a fool. So that's that's how I feel sometimes. But that, that's another podcast for another day. Um, again, make sure you check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BDN. We have a 10-game slate, as Bogman said, to break down for you because there's London calling. There's four teams on a bye. It's so much fun, guys. So much fun. So 10 games. Let's get right into it, Bogman. One of the better games on the slate, the Arizona Cardinals at the Cleveland Browns. We have um, the undefeated Cardinals heading in there. Browns coming off a tough loss, over under 49 and a half, Bogman. How do you see this one playing out? Look, I I like a lot here. I mean, there should be a decent amount of points in this game. Uh, two pretty good offenses, and we saw what Cleveland did uh, last week as well. They should want to run the ball a little more, keep the ball out of Kyler Murray's hands. We did. You don't want it to be a last team to touch the ball wins the game uh, type of a game if you're the Browns because they just lost one of those. So uh, you should want to run the ball. So I love Nick Chubb. He's expensive. Don't care. Kareem Hunt also expensive. Don't care. Love them both. They've both been working out. Um, either quarterback is okay. I think Mayfield's a nice deal. Fifty nine and sixty eight this week. Uh, as far as wide receivers go, I'm not touching anything on the Cleveland side at all. If you want to play Hopkins, you want to play uh, green or more, I think are cheaper. I don't want to mess with Christian Kirk. Um, Hopkins always in play, but always expensive. Um, I'm super bummed that Max Williams got hurt because I did love playing him as a cheaper tight end. But uh, alas, there is no tight end to take in Arizona anymore. And I'm not going to mess with, I'm not going to chase in Joku's last game. Uh, which priced him up a little bit more. So I think it's mainly Chubb and Hunt. Uh, Mayfield, if you're looking at a deal for quarterbacks, is okay. And then more or green. Yeah, this is a game I like the over. We talked about this on the betting show. Uh, Kyler Murray is battling a bit of a shoulder injury, so keep that in mind as well. But um, I also mentioned on the show that the Cardinals allow the most explosive running plays in the NFL right now, a.k.a. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are phenomenal. Hunt is outscoring Chubb on the fantasy season right now. And he's cheaper every week because he's getting the passing plays. He's fine in the end zone. You know, there'll be the there'll be a week here or there where Chubb's just gonna go bananas. But Hunt has paid off his price time and time again. Both guys fully in play. 
Like I'd prefer Chubb and Cash and probably Hunt in a tournament. That's how I would specify the two. Both completely in play. If you want to go with the quarterbacks, sure. Just remember, like I said, Murray's a little banged up. But I do like uh, A.J. Green for value, 49 on DK, 54 on FanDuel. He'll still get his. Uh, you got D-Hop back. And then, man, if you can decipher the Cleveland passing game, more power to you. Because <laughs> like, I want to keep playing OBJ at 5,100 on DK because I just feel like that big game is going to happen eventually. But, man, it's brutal. It's brutal when it doesn't. So I don't blame anybody for making a bunch of lineups for putting some OBJ in there. You can't exploit the Arizona defense from time to time with a deep ball. So it's there. It's a tough one, though. I prefer the Cleveland running backs in this game. And I enjoy, I prefer just watching a really good football game in general. <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati at the Detroit Lions on this one. Over under 47 and a half Bogman. <sighs> that might be a little too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, there's not a lot to to love here. I think this week, you know, Joe Burrow is saving his voice for the game or whatever, not yeah. letting him speak right now, so he's like um, a mute at this point. Uh, Joe Mixon a little banged up. I know he went out there last week, salvaged the touchdown. I just don't want to mess with it. If they get up big, which I think a lot of people expect against Detroit, they're just not going to run him at all it's going to be you know a lot of chris evans or whatever yeah. so um i like jamar chase at 67 and 78 um i like t higgins at 53 and 64 and tyler boyd at 54 and 63 because this secondary in detroit is terrible and uh i think we're gonna have some uh wide receivers play well here i chase is my favorite but i'm okay if you want boyd or higgins as well and on the Detroit side, I love a cheap shot on Amonra St. Brown, 42 and 5,200, probably my favorite play. Also, don't hate the Bengals' defense against this O-line for uh, Detroit. I think Hendrickson and Hubbard could get home a couple times here and maybe even produce a turnover or two. So uh, I like the Cincy defense as a sneaky defense play too. Yeah, it's quite interesting. For a game, we don't expect a lot of points. I think like a Burrow, Chase, Higgins – Brown stack is so cheap it could get home. Like I really see that happening. I agree. I don't think Cincinnati runs the ball a ton. Burrow's affordable. Chase gets his. Higgins is going to be a PPR monster. I love the St. Brown bring back. Even if you just want to punt the GPP play, it doesn't even have to be this part of a stack. Brown's a great play because Detroit's going to have to throw the football. Got targeted heavy last week. Started to get targeted the week before on paper. Looks to be the guy now in Detroit. Bogman's been on him from the get-go. So I think that's a great, great play. Those are my main four in this game. Not looking too many other places. I can't wait till you know Mixon's report gets even worse and P. Ryan's still on the COVID IL and people go, "Oh, Chris Evans, the greatest value ever." <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna eat that one. If he, if Chris yeah, Evans pass. beats me this week, so be it. Like that's the one I'll mention. I, I should have mentioned this earlier. DeAndre Swift could be a, a very good play. He leads the world basically in receiving for um, running backs, and the uh, Bengals give up the most receptions to running backs in the NFL right now. So okay. DeAndre Swift, especially on a PPR format at $6,300, could be actually a pretty nice player on the on this game. I'll say that it much. It just he, seems he like play. whichever one we like, the other one goes off every oh, single no week. Doubt. You know? So since we like it's Swift, his life. Jamal Williams, 100-yard, two touchdowns. Let's <laughs> Come go. on down. Right, he's <laughs> just going to vulture the touchdown. Swift will get him down there, and then he'll get Coach Kilmerd. All right. Dallas at New England. Big, big game here for Dallas Cowboys, that is. Uh, the over-under is 51-and-a-half. Bogman, how much Dallas offense is too much? I mean, uh, this is a stackable game. Uh, I think, uh, obviously, Dak is always in play. Zeke is always in play. A little down on Pollard, but 
he's probably in play as well. Lamb, Cooper, Wilson. You know what I mean? I think the other, the only pieces I like on the New England side are Mac Jones at 52 and 65. I actually like him better as a cheap play than Baker Mayfield, who's a little more expensive oh, yeah. than him that we talked about earlier. And uh, probably just Jacoby Myers at 55 and 58. Kind of that mid-tier pricing uh, for a wideout. And, I mean, if you wanted to throw a tight end dart, uh, Dalton Schultz is probably too expensive now. Uh, I would just go with Hunter Henry at 39 and 56 and hope he gets in the end zone. So whoever on the Cowboys, uh, Mac Jones, Jacoby Myers, and potentially Hunter Henry. Yeah, we know Dallas is going to to get theirs through the air by ground. Zeke could go nuts. We know we talked about on the pitch, the bets show that um, they'll shut down somebody. Belichick will shut down somebody. I think it's in the passing game. We'll see. So Zeke could still get his and just flourish. We saw it last week. The um, Giants passed forever to Tony. Zeke still ate because that's what happened. So Zeke's still a great play. Really, really good play. I love the idea of a Mac Jones to, um, to uh, Jacoby Myers to Hunter Henry. Three-man stack. It's so cheap. Ridiculously cheap. Bring it back with the Cooper or Lamb and pray that's not the guy that gets shut down. Or bring it back with Zeke. Totally fine bringing it back with Zeke. Super affordable. Gets you a big piece of this very, very high-profile game, or at least offensive game, and super affordable. So you can bring it back with it, a couple nice pieces from some other games. I, I think there's a, a, the Mac Jones angle. It's very, very enticing. He's like two grand cheaper than – than um, than, uh, why did I just blank? Two grand cheaper than Dak Prescott. So yeah. – that could be quite, quite intriguing in this game. Next up on the slate, we have Green Bay at Chicago, over under 44 on this one. be nice if Green Bay can get going, Bobby. What's your thoughts on this game? Uh, look, I just don't know how you can trust anyone on uh, – how you could trust anyone for Chicago right now. I mean, Damian Williams is limited in practice on uh, Wednesday and Thursday with uh, foot and knee issues, right? Um, uh, Justin Fields are not letting him open it up. Uh, Alan Robinson has been terrible. Darnell Mooney is fine, 43 and 56. I, I would say he's an okay buy. Uh, but I it for me, it's just Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Jones, and Devontae uh on the Green Bay side. And they're all crazy expensive. And I don't really care. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna buy someone from this game, it's gonna be one of those expensive guys. I just can't really trust anything in Chicago right now. Yeah, all I really want in this game is Devontae Adams. Pay for him. He's worth every price, every penny. Don't really care for anybody else in this game. I just want Devontae Adams. That's quick, <laughs> simple, to the point for me on this one. The Indianapolis Colts host the Houston Texans on this one. Massive favorites. Houston almost pulled off the big, big upset. Colts just got beat up late against Baltimore. Over under 43 and a half. Bogman, what do you like in this game? Um, Not a ton. Jonathan Taylor would be in play here at uh, 66 and 75. To find fair price for him, I'm not too worried. Uh, Michael Pittman isn't a bad price at 55 and 58 as well. That's decent. Other than that, I mean, I think I'd rather go with Pittman over a guy like Brandon Cooks. I might throw a dart on Chris Conley or Chris Moore at 33 and 31. They're very, very cheap. They had some rapport with Davis Mills. Uh, can't screw with any tight ends in this game. Just not going to do it. So that's probably it for me, man. It's just, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, and maybe Conley or more. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Taylor this week. I think they'll, they'll go to him early and often yet again, just like last week. 
He's only 6,600 on DK, 75 on FanDuel, but that price tag's pretty cheap. So that's enticing. I don't mind him on Pittman. It's because he's getting so many targets week in and week out. Gives you a nice cash game floor with some upside. I can see the Conley or more appeal if you need to do a punt, but overall, not a ton I want in this game. Kind of a, almost a cross-off game for me for the most part. Kansas City at Washington, over under 55 and a half. Bogman, going to be the popular game to stack up here. Yeah, and I think it's it's definitely stackable. Uh, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, we saw Nicole Hardman getting nine uh, catches the other day, 42 and 5,500, I think is a decent price. Obviously, anytime you want to buy t- uh, Terry McLaurin, 71 and 74 is fine. Ricky Seals Jones, still a cheap option at 3,000 and 5,000. I think even McKissick might be in play or Antonio Gibson. I know you like Taylor Heineke. There's a lot to buy here. Yeah, it, it's a great game to stack. I like the Mahomes to uh, Hill's been going off, but I'm going to go back to Kelsey. You know, he let people down this past week. Price tag went down a bit, only 7K on DK, which is cheaper than it's been. So I got no problem going back there. I don't mind Ricky Seals Jones either at 3K on DK, 5,000 on FanDuel. That's very, very much in play. Then on the flip side, you mentioned uh, McLaurin. Love McCall Hardman as a value at 42 and 55. And yeah, if you're not going Mahomes, who's a great play, I have no problem with Heineke. It, um, we mentioned the Mac Jones stack earlier. That's a great pivot off of Heineke. But I think Heineke's great. Um, the the Chiefs have allowed at least 28 fantasy points to the opposing quarterback this season. It's been It's been brutal for the Chiefs defense. So Heineke with his legs, very much in play. So I think he's a good cheap option. But Mahomes and Kelsey is my top two in this one. I expect the Chiefs to put up a ton of points against Washington. Chargers at Baltimore. This is the game of the week in our, at least my opinion. I think Boggs agrees on that one. Over under 52, Bogman. Where are we going on this one? I mean, uh, the three-headed monster in Baltimore. Lamar, uh, Marquise Brown, and Mark Andrews. Those are the three best buys. I, you know, I'm not big into paying up for a tight end, but Mark Andrews is huge. I know you're going to lay us, hit us with some stats on, on that too. Um, and then Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, all obviously in play. If you're looking for just an absolute tight end punt, I like Donald Parham at 29 and 49 because he's just a giant red zone option. So there is just so much to buy here. Yeah, it's, it's a great one. And in reality, Lamar at only 74 on DK with Marquise at 59 and Andrews at 52. They're all too cheap. They're all way too cheap in a game that should see a ton of offense. I think it's a great three-man stack. You can bring it back with Allen or Mike Williams. I prefer Mike Williams, honestly. He's got the bigger ceiling uh, in these games. I think it's a great game to attack. And don't sleep on Austin Eckler. He's been big in the passing game, so he's another great option there. But I love the three-headed monster, like you said. The um, Chargers just got torched by um, by Njoku for Cleveland. What do you think Mark Andrews is going to do? After he just yeah. went nuts against Indianapolis? Like, my God what's going to take place there. And you see what um, Hollywood Brown's doing. He's getting better. I saw a stat somewhere on Twitter, his season total right now through five games. He's like, he's on pace to take three more games, basically to beat his career high in all his stats already. Yeah. I mean, and that's (laughs) the thing with a guy like him and Lamar. Remember uh, this is kind of what I was talking about before on the betting show, where I think it might be better overall for their offense. They've had this running back issue to let Lamar pass the ball and because Marquise Brown gets open. He gets massive separation. He's had uh, issues catching the ball and 
Lamar getting the ball to him. And when you're only giving that guy one or two chances a game, it's just not going to do enough for him. Now that he's getting four, five, six chances a game, he's making two or three of them count, and they're just enormous for this uh, Baltimore offense. And what makes Baltimore great, we named the big three. We talked about it on the betting show, or on the, on the recap show. It's, it's a centralized offense, which makes yeah. playing DFS so great. Like We talk about these other offenses where it's like, okay, is it this guy this week? Is it this guy? It's these three guys, barring like the random, really random, like Sammy Watkins touchdown or something. Yeah, yeah. It's these three guys. So stack them up, bring them back with a Williams or an Eckler, mix and match it with some other games. Love this game. I think it's a great pivot off of Kansas City and Washington, which will be the most popular one on the slate. Rams at the Giants again. That will not be very popular, Bogdan. Um, <laughs> the Rams should go in and take care of business against a Giants team that, uh, if this was baseball, might be their AAA team. So what do you like in this one? I uh, like Daryl Henderson probably is my favorite play in this game. 6,700. Uh, if you, uh, I tell you what, Devontae Booker at 54 and 59, not the worst play either. I think if you're the Giants and whether you have Danny Dimes or not, you're going to want to run the ball to keep Stafford and that Rams offense on the sideline. So while he might be running into the teeth of the defense and not put up great averages or yards or even look good, he's going to get work. Devontae Booker so he wiggles uh, out of one and runs for some yards or you know they end up down near the goal line and he scores uh I think he could be a decent play as well I mean uh these wide receivers like throwing darts uh cup would be my guy but woods is a good value at 61 and 69 um uh, we don't know who the hell is going to be healthy and playing for yeah. the Giants. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to ignore them as a whole. So uh, Booker and Henderson are probably my favorite plays here. Yeah, Tony had that monster game last week. Got quite the price bump this week. Quite the price yeah. bump. So And he's banged up. He might not yep. even play. He might not play. We don't know. Like you said, we don't know who's going to play. If Shepard plays, I'm intrigued. And I'm not in love because it is, like you said, long neck. Probably swinging it back there, which is <laughs> never good which brings the Rams' defense into play. They're not going to be cheap, but uh, brings them into play for sure. I love Daryl Henderson. Phenomenal cash game option at 6K on DK73 on FanDuel. He should absolutely feast in this game. Don't mind the Booker call. Cup is still a great play. I know he's expensive, but he's getting over 10 targets per game, and yeah, it's hard to beat, period. So he's very, very much in play as well. If you want to go Woods, you can, but I'm not looking to full stack this game. It's pretty much Henderson. Cup, just for his floor, he brings the action. And pay attention to the Giants injury report because someone's going to come out of this looking like a value. Yeah, it somewhere. looks like everyone's practicing. So that's nice to see. Shepard, well, Tony, that makes it and really Slayton difficult. are, are, are Well, Galladay isn't, but uh, yeah. the top three guys are. But they all like, you know, do you really want to start one of these guys and have him, you know, do the Sterling Shepard or pull his hamstring in, in the first quarter and yep. not get you anything? So I just let somebody else take them 100 there's a lot of other games to have some fun with on this slate like maybe not this one las vegas <laughs> at denver denver the over under is 44 in this one this has repercussions of just ugliness bogman yeah we both agreed it's not going to be a good game i don't want anything in the running game here jacob's banged up uh well i tell you what i'm not i'm i'm gonna retract that Jacobs against Denver for what I saw Pittsburgh do against this Denver defense last week, uh, gash them for over a hundred rushing yards. I'd actually be okay with Josh Jacobs. Uh, and he did play last week, so he's not really banged up. I just don't like the Denver running backs because they just don't know. Just pick one and roll with it, but they're not going to do that. 
So they have been frustrating uh, on the receiving side. I do like Sutton at 62 and 66 and Tim Patrick at 51 and 61 uh, when they got down, which they could be in this game easily. No one would be shocked. Uh, they started passing and a lot of it went to Sutton and a lot of it went to Patrick and none of it went to the running backs or Noah fan. So uh, I do like them in this game. Uh, I think Henry Ruggs could see a couple more targets with Gruden gone. He's not, he should not just be a decoy like he has been. You should get a screen to him, run him on a reverse, do something with him. And I think hopefully a new coaching staff or a new play caller will do that. So uh, fingers crossed on that. Also, Darren Waller might be in play at 66 and 7,000. Just, you know, the new new play callers will do the obvious stuff. Hit, get the ball in Ruggs' hands, run the ball with Jacobs, and throw to your best option, who is Darren Waller. So uh, I think they all could be in play, but I just, uh, I probably won't have a lot of them because I just don't want to watch this game. There's a lot of what ifs in this game. That's that's the <laughs> troublesome part. So if you want to put pieces in tournaments, sure, like what Bogman said with, rugs and and um Fa- uh, waller and them sure i think um font is quite interesting actually once albert o went down his target share went through the roof and so that's interesting to me if the game stays close then font should get a, a very hefty target share in this game um, then you got your patrick and your suttons if they have to throw the ball sure everyone's buzzing about javante williams this week but melvin gordon's banged up keep an eye on that i think he still plays if he doesn't obviously javante williams is a great play that's one to definitely monitor as the week goes on. Final game on this slate, Minnesota at Carolina. This one should be a lot of fun, actually. Over-under is only 46, surprisingly, but we both like the over on the betting show. So, Boggs, what do we like for picture? I like receivers in this game. Jefferson and Thielen on the Minnesota side, obviously. And then Moore, and I'm going to take a dart and pick a Robbie Anderson or maybe even a Terrace Marshall. Uh, in one of these games, uh, I'm not gonna. I love my boy Tommy Tremble, but he doesn't see enough targets. He might get a touchdown, but he's not on the field enough for me to want to go to him, even at that cheap price. Um, not necessarily interested in the running backs just because Cook and Madison are both a little nicked up, and McCaffrey's coming off of uh, you know, the uh, being out last week, so I don't really want to mess with any of them, but. It also puts Cousins and Donald in play. So uh, really just the passing game here for me. Yeah, I like Cousins value 62 on DK, 71 on Fandle. Big fan of that. And then you mentioned Jefferson's been awesome. He's actually more expensive than Cooper Cup now. But uh, so that's an interesting dilemma if you just want to go back and forth there. But I do like Jefferson quite a bit. I think Thielen's a great bounce back candidate after getting kind of nowhere last week. Three catches for like no yards. He's only 58 on DK, 72 on Fandle. DJ Moore actually had a quiet week as well last week. Good bounce back option there. And I don't mind the Robbie Anderson. It's another week, another large target share. Production's not there. So if you're going full stack, Robbie Anderson's a good tournament play. But Moore and Jefferson are your better volume uh, uh, floor plays with a little Kirk Cousins as well. All right, Bogman, that wraps up the 10-game game-by-game preview. Who are your top stacks on this slate? Well, I mean, I like you mentioned, Minnesota and Carolina could definitely be one. Um, we talked about the Dallas game uh, and uh, the Chargers in Baltimore, I think, is a huge, huge one. Kansas City and Washington is stackable. And then uh, the Cowboys and Patriots, I think uh, there's pieces that we like there as well. Yeah, I'm 100% with you there. I think my favorite stack, like we, I'm going to go back to just because it's reliable. 
is that uh, Lamar, Andrews, Hollywood Brown, okay, reliable more often than not. Let me put it that way. Stuff happens. <laughs> but those three, and then there, it's affordable also, which allows you to mix and match pieces from all these other stacks we like. And you can have a lot of fun. I've been I've been noticing on the winning lineups lately, and uh, LineStar does a great job. You can go on the app. If you download the app and become a premium member, you can look up the optimal lineups. Or they tweet out the winning lineups every every week of the games and even on other sports the night the next day they tweet out the the winning lineups for football a lot of the winning formulas it's like a two or three man stack so if you do the lamar that and hollywood and, and andrews and then it's like two players from another big game so like it was um it was uh chase and adams and then like two more from another big game so it was like zeke and tony so they're getting pieces of all the big games instead of full game stacks that's right. what's been winning lately does it all like in years past? It's been full game stacks, so who knows? But it makes sense this new philosophy of you know get these pieces and mix and match and get because there's so much offense these days. So it's it's a very intriguing option. Get some value pieces, so on and so forth. So with that long winded answer, that's how I'm approaching this. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how the rest of it goes. And if you need to, like I said, just download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need to build those winning lines. Another big winner this past week. Just tons of big winners getting tweeted out over there. At Line Star, and they're in the chat. They're doing all kinds of great stuff there. But that'll wrap us up this week. Week six in the books, Bogman. We get, we got to pick touchdowns. Oh, thank God you remembered that one. Um, yes, thank you. Touchdown picks because <laughs> I, I got another one last week. So let's go throw that one out there. Yeah, yeah. It just see? keeps on coming, keeps on coming. So if you um, retweet because you follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app, the, the touchdown picks of the week from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys, you retweet it. Three lucky retweeters will get paired with each one of us. And you can win some free swag if our, guy, if our guy finds the end zone. So, Bogman, for week six, who's your touchdown call of the week? Give me Jonathan Taylor against the Houston Texans. I think he uh, can get in the end zone maybe more than once. Yeah, that's a very good one. Jonathan Taylor should eat. Eat often. I'm going to go with one and only Nicholas Chubb going mm. up against the Arizona Cardinals. I mentioned how you can run wild on the Arizona Cardinals. Give me Nick Chubb to do some damage there. You got Jonathan Taylor. We'll see who Mr. Ryan Humphreys takes as his. Make sure you retweet that touchdown call of the week to have a chance to win some free swag. Now that will wrap us up for the week six edition of the Pre-Snap Podcast. This is why I have a co-host, a great guy. You can find on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm on Twitter at Pediatric. Good luck this week. We'll be back with you guys next week with the recap episode on Tuesday. See ya. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast presented by Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.